Hi all, this is RV Empath and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is July 26, 2021 and how are you doing? We'll do a quick recap of the astrological energies of the past week and then we'll look out over the week ahead and um, you know, <laughs> go from there. All right. Um, now I listened to my last podcast and I kind of want to do a shorter recap I think because it's a lot of information so I'm going to try to make it easier to digest all the you know astrological energy so um, let's see if I can do that it's the 26th let me look back over the week I remember it was you know it has been kind of a challenging week we did have that full moon in Aquarius a couple of days ago and uh, there will be a second full moon in Aquarius at the end of August August 20th or so um so starting out the week last week we had a square between Mercury and Chiron mm-hmm. we had Venus moving into Virgo Venus opposite Jupiter retrograde by the way there's a lot of uh, planets that are retrograde right next to each other which I find fascinating um, Pluto Jupiter, Saturn, so I should say Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, Neptune, and then Chiron, the asteroid. They're all um, in signs, one right next to the other. So they're, they span themselves through Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, and Aries. So it's a lot of emphasis <laughs> like all they're kind of all sharing energies um, since the signs are, are next to each other they're neighbors anyway that was just a, an observation that I wanted to put out there okay so uh, then we had you know uh, an inconjunct between Mars and Pluto retrograde the Sun moved into Leo yay we had the full moon in Aquarius. Yay! Now remember, full moons are culmination points. And generally it's a time to sort of assess how things are progressing in terms of the goals you set for yourself in during a new moon cycle. And Aquarius has to do with innovative ideas, creativity, epiphanies. A certain rebelliousness, humanitarianism. On the 24th, we had a trine between Mercury and Neptune retrograde. And then on the 25th, we had Mercury opposite Pluto retrograde. And then on the 26th, which is today, Mercury quintile Uranus. So there's a lot going on with the mind, how we communicate, what we learn. And uh, it looks like 
it is all pretty good because it is very good for healing. <laughs> there I am again with my healing, but it really is. Mercury trine Neptune retrograde, that can be all about spirituality and divine connection and finishing up karmic energetic cycles. The opposite Pluto retrograde, that can be have to do with transformation, healing our shadow side stuff, issues related to power and control and manipulation. And then that quintile with Uranus can definitely be a new epiphany. And Mercury's in Cancer, so it's very s sensitive, having to do with the inner worlds, um, our home, family. Uranus is in Taurus, so that might have to do with uh, an epiphany regarding how we make money, our money, uh, something to do with our natural skills and talents and our self-worth. Good stuff. So focus on the good. You have to see it to receive it. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. So looking out over the week ahead, we have... Mercury doing some more stuff <laughs> on the 27th, which is tomorrow. There is a semi-sextile with Mars in Leo. And then that uh, tomorrow evening, Mercury moves into Leo. So um, semi-sextiles are smaller but still positive aspects that in which one can use natural skills and talents to further an opportunity. So there's definitely a connection with Leo and Leo is confidence. I mean, it's very social, gregarious, you can more easily um, uh, get attention and feel comfortable with attention, um, meet new people, feel confident within yourself. So you might want to further a goal tomorrow because there's that semi-sextile with Mars, you see. And Mars is about moving forward, certainly with, with uh, personal goals or with some sort of passion, passionate idea. And then there's Mercury in conjunct Jupiter retrograde. Jupiter retrograde is in Pisces. So like I always say, because it's Jupiter, I don't really worry about it too much. In conjuncts can be slightly frustrating. It's hard to get the energies to work together. But I mean, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. So um, on the 28th, Jupiter moves into Aquarius. <laughs> so that is interesting. Um, that is something to be uh, conscious of for that in conjunct, certainly, is Jupiter is kind of finishing things up in the sign of Pisces, which has to do with, again, spirituality and dreaminess, maybe addictions. <coughs> uh, energetic cycles. So it's an expander. And it's retrograde, so it's an inner kind of experience. So what do you want to focus on? What do you want to expand? Healing. <laughs> uh, living a best life. So put your mind toward that. And being patient. and uh, 
Look for ways to be and stay calm and balanced. As I always say. And then Jupiter moves into Aquarius on the 28th. And Aquarius is all about innovation. Um, creative thinking, rebelliousness, epiphanies. Uh, on the 29th, we have an opposition between Mars and Jupiter retrograde. And Mars moves into Virgo shortly after. Now Virgo is about our daily routines, what we do for work, what we do in terms of our health, when it comes to routines and exercise and how we eat, stuff on the daily. It's also about how we are of service, how we um, being in service and daily routines again, like I said. So it's a good time to really focus on um, that and s make sure that it's working for you because it's a good time you can you have energy now to sort of uh, rehab <laughs> whatever whatever if you want to renovate something in that area of your life there's e there's energy and there's a, a sort of new passion for it um that opposition, it's kind of a push-pull, stressful energy with Jupiter in Pisces again. So that might have to do with dealing with some kind of addictive uh, habit, right? Mars opposite Jupiter retrograde. Mars is at that point still in Leo because it's before it moves into Virgo a few, a few hours later. So it could be it's finishing up things in the sign of Leo. So moderation you know think about moderation because then it moves into Virgo that's perfect because Virgo is kind of all about moderation and balance and how you move in your day and having habits that help support your your best life all right and then let me just see uh, uh, what I'm read what date I'm reading to uh, the first okay so that is um jer, 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 where was I? That's the 29th. So there's uh, you know smaller some smaller aspects. But really I want to go ahead and and go to the uh go to the first. There is a there's an inconjunct between Venus and Saturn retrograde on the 30th. But I, I don't think it's, you know, inconjuncts can again be kind of a little bit frustrating. But it's Venus. Saturn retrograde is in Aquarius. Um, Venus is in Virgo. So just be conscious of working your work ethic, what your long term goals, what you want to work on or be known for and um, infuse some harmony and you know what you love <laughs> into all of that uh, the first we have the Sun conjunct Mercury in the sign of Leo that'll be fun um, the Sun rules Leo doesn't it yeah 
So it is very much at home there. Um, and Mercury is about what we learn, how we communicate, how we think. So that could be very, very fun. That's August 1st. We have an inconjunct between Venus and Chiron retrograde. Venus in Virgo and Chiron retrograde in Aries. And then there's Mercury opposite Saturn retrograde. That's all on the first. So, um, again, and then there's, on the second, I'm just going to mention there's an opposition between the Sun and Saturn retrograde. So, the first and second, there's kind of that frustrating energy, right? But focus on working hard at something. And what can you work hard at? On yourself. Um, being balanced, clearing out the muck and yuck, healing the subconscious, ho'oponopono, forgiveness exercises, all of that. And then if you need to improve upon your work ethic, figure out how to do that. If you don't have enough energy, figure out how to get more energy in a healthy way. Um, I know I've been dealing with my energy levels. I'm like exhausted all the time. So, you know, meditate, do energy clearing, um, maybe uh, tweak the diet a little bit, make sure you're getting enough sleep and water, that kind of stuff. And it's important to assess that in order to be the best that we can be in moving forward on all levels. Okay, I do want to mention before I wrap up that there's a couple of nice trines that I can see also. There's a trine between Mercury and Chiron retrograde on the second and then Venus trine Uranus on the third. So that's awesome. That's coming in right at the, the back end of these oppositions. That energy will definitely help. Focus on those trines. Um, healing again Chiron is is involved and Uranus and Venus so what you love and um, harmony (laughs) social graces epiphanies having to do with uh, you could have a total epiphany uh, concerning how to heal something in your life a long-standing fear, a long-standing addiction, whatever it is. This is definitely great, great energy that supports healing that. Absolutely. So do it. Focus on it. Yay. (laughs) You could do it. I believe in you. All right. So that is the astrology for this week. Let's move to the guidance card portion of the podcast right now I use the Osho Zen Tarot I'm going to ground the cards and energy for the highest good for all most benevolent outcome for all I will be back shortly do some conscious breathing take a moment to clear your mind thanks so much
Okay, so there was a card at the top. Ooh. So there was a, as I was shuffling, there was a card at the top that I felt compelled to put to the side. And I flipped it over and it's the tower. Thunderbolt. Now, remember all that stuff about epiphanies and Uranus and all that, you know, that's happening? That is Thunderbolt. I mean, tower moments, right? Epiphanies, large and small. So look for them, prepare for them. Um, and uh, that could be the theme of the week. Tower, the tower card, it doesn't have to be huge. There are smaller tower moments in life, definitely. But they are necessary because they clear out what is no longer working so that you can rebuild what does. It's divine timing. It's, um, yeah, things that, that, you know, crash, topple to the ground, uh, disintegrate, fall apart. It's because it's, they're not meant to last. It needs to, the, the way needs to be cleared for something new with a healthy foundation to be built. So it's important to recognize that and keep that in mind when unexpected change does come to our doorstep or, you know, when we're faced with change. Change, change. What's that? There's an expression like change is uh, one of the only constants in life, really. All right. Oh, nothing's flipping. Got to flip the card entirely. The card. Oh, here we go. Queen of Pentacles flowering because it makes room for this lovely energy here. Now, Queen of Pentacles is very, very close to Empress energy, very nurturing. Pentacles is all about home, family, finances, health, and uh, security. And she's sitting on a lotus bloom. There's lovely colors, lovely um, symbolism in terms of water and nature and healing light and outer space. And then she's got uh, jewelry, flowers in her hair, luxurious fabrics. I mean, it's gorgeous. And this is symbolic of blooming on all levels. Uh, yes. Mm. <laughs> yes, please. Thank you. Uh, balance. She's also kind of meditating. She's holding her hands, her fingers together, uh, like that classic kind of meditation ohm. Uh, so that is a reminder too, you know, and I got to mention on this tower card in the Osho Zen, there is a, uh, an outline of a meditating figure that takes the place of the tower. I mean, there's all these lightning bolts and it's like a, it's like an outline. The tower is the outline of a giant meditating figure from which two naked bodies are, are falling, like in the typical tarot card the traditional tarot card and um, so it's it's similar looking except there's a meditating figure so meditation is showing itself twice here in these two cards and I think 
it will help deal, you know, clearing out the mind, clearing out the muck and yuck, connecting with God, universal energy, source spirit, God being shorthand for good, remember, that, but breathing, doing conscious breathing, energy work, whatever, whatever helps you clear your mind, that will help with these, with the tower moments, right? And then it also helps with the flowering, with the bloom. I mean, it helps all the way around, but it helps deal with harder situations and emotions and helps support the positive, the more positive experiences and emotions as well. Helps with it all. All right, so three cards flipped over together. We have the Two of Pentacles, moment to moment. We have the Queen of Swords, morality. And we have the Two of Wands, possibilities. All right, we've got two twos with the Queen of Swords in between. Moment to moment, this card is about balance. This is a card about how we live our days. So it's very Virgo to me. It's how we move throughout our days. And do we have the, do we have the, the things in our life to help support our movements and uh, it features like a monk individual stepping from stone to stone and around him there are all these waves of like rainbow energy it reminds me of tai chi uh, and he's he's stepping very lightly from stone to stone but he's moving with the energy he's working with it instead of against it we have the queen of swords morality and this is a reminder to be very logical, to know what you want, what you don't want, be able to cut out of your life what no longer works. Uh, Queen of Swords, don't take no guff. She is very in charge, <laughs> cool, calm, and collected. Um, so there's that. And that will help also with slicing through like the mists of the mind she I mean Queen of Swords is clear and if you're not clear on something it's indicative that you soon will be then we have two of wands that's a very empowered card it's having choices it's titled possibilities it is having good choices okay like which is always awesome um, on the card here, it features a mountain range and the sun is starting to rise. And um, this, anytime you see the sun, it's a wonderful sign and, and symbol. It's the happiest card in the deck. There's also an eagle flying. So there's eagle spirit here, protective energy on the card. And there's a little bit of outer space because the sun is rising. You can still see some of the night sky with the stars that is always symbolic of god universal energy source spirit like a spiritual connection so it's a beautiful card because it's we all have our mountains to climb but the sun is starting to rise and we are flying it's like a reminder to have a higher perspective of things to have that eagle's eye viewpoint and it's a reminder of protection as we move forward right that connection and protection <laughs> um, 
All right, let's see what else comes out. In summation, as we wrap up this reading. Patience. Remember to have patience. No one really does, really. Unless you work very, very hard at it. And even then. So it's always good to try to cultivate a little more patience in life. Because life, things can be very slow moving. As we heal and deal and live into our best life. But things can also move fast, too. <laughs> right? Okay. Ooh, patience. Oh, my gosh. The card, patience, flipped out. It's Seven of Pentacles. It's titled Patience. <laughs> it features a pregnant woman holding her belly. And um, she's beautiful. It's a wonderful energy of love radiating from this card. Rainbow healing color spectrum. Luxurious fabrics again. Uh, this is also very tied into Empress energy, uh, mothering kind of nurturing energy, and the moon cycles are above her head. Now, the important thing to remember is the Seven of Pentacles is about having a plan. It's about working a plan, reassessing, taking the time to sort of say, is this working? Does it need to be tweaked somehow? It In the traditional tarot, it features a farmer uh by the crops, the crops are starting to bloom or the pentacles are starting to like ripen on the bush and he's leaning on his hoe and he's kind of like assessing things. So it's like if you have a plan, figure out all the ways it's working for you or not working and and um, go from there. If you don't have a plan, this is indicative to get one and have patience because it takes a while for things to organically come ripen it takes a while for the baby to grow until it it's time to be birthed right um before before the baby is ready to be born before we give uh birth to new things before projects before things ripen before the fruit falls from the tree divine timing organic timing it can take patience and just like I was talking about moving forward things can sometimes take a while but it's well worth it just stay focused on the positive right it's really important to do that because it it matters how we think and use our mind matters look for the good you have to see it to receive it and f and um, focus on how you feel clear yourself out on the daily you know same old stuff <laughs> same old stuff that I repeat in every podcast feel free to jump around and listen to different podcasts by the way and 
I think I'm going to wrap up with that because that's pretty much a mic drop moment. Let's see what's on the bottom of the deck. King of Swords. So we have Divine Counterparts showing up. This is titled Control. Um, again, perhaps be a little detached from emotions and try to be more logical and know that we can't really control much in life except our reactions to things. That's really important to always have a have a handle on like that concept so if you're feeling crappy reach for something better and even if that's just feeling neutral or feeling open like I'm open to shifting this crappy feeling because we don't want to stay in those negative crappy um, vibes any longer than necessary okay and the king of swords the king and queen of sorts can help shift into higher vibe, more logical, um, you know, thoughts. Yay. Well, thanks so much for listening. I hope that was helpful. I think it was. And um, stay tuned for more, certainly. And as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.